want to hunt sex birds, we think. So they've just opened the doors here at Masquerotica, and people are beginning to fill up the place. It's actually one of my jobs, not only to interview the sex-positive glitterati of San Francisco, like Heklina from Tranny Shack and Stefanos from Bondage and Go-Go and uh, Dr. David Lay is here who wrote The Myth of Sex Addiction and I'm hoping to catch up with Marsha Baczynski who's the relationship coach and also Allison Moon who's the socially conscious erotica writer of lesbianwerewolves.com Hopefully we'll check in with all of those people There's uh, so many people in the sex-positive community here. Um, Carol Queen, Center for Sex and Culture. Scott of Kinky Salon. And my job is to tell people where the dressing room is, if they're performers. But the problem is, is I can't tell who's a performer and who's not, because everyone is wearing a costume. So there are, you know, gorgeous women taking tall strides in big, shiny boots and big hats with feather wearing small leather outfits and there's a zombie angel wearing pink fairy wings and a pink tutu but like covered in blood and gore and like all you know (laughs) telling people that they look delicious but not touching them because consent is sexy so there's you know in any sex positive space there are rules about being respectful and and not touching people without checking in with them. I mean, all kinds of costumes. There's a man dressed as a leopard in latex, and he's got like little latex leopard ears, and I think it's a gold and silver. I don't know how people are gonna stop from like stepping on his tail all night long, but maybe he's gonna just be able to make a healthy boundary around that, I don't know. But he's like literally a gold and silver, shiny rubber leopard. And you know, there's showgirls and vampires and dancers and kinky salon has of course vampires and jungle savages and the zombie strippers so oh and there's the guy in the it's almost like a bubble you know he's dancing inside of a bubble like a clear plastic inflatable bubble that's a little bit like a gerbil or a goldfish bowl but it has lighting that shows off his pectoralises quite nicely and his very shiny pants he's wearing kind of a cop outfit he's got some shit. and he's doing the you know I'm hitchhiking rhythmically with both thumbs kind of dance you know up there being all muscly and stuff Masquerotica has a lot of different I mean it's not just about sex right I mean of course that's what I'm here for right all the sex positive community but you know there's a lot of different acts too like the Stanton Warriors, and there's this really, um, there's apparently something that I've never heard of called Homo Hop. <laughs> homo, like homosexual, and then hop, like hip hop. Homo Hop. Apparently, it's the new thing from New York City. Caswell is going to be on the Tranny Shack stage. That's exciting. So, it's going to be a long night. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So, buckle your seatbelts. It's going to be a ride because we are at Masquerotica tonight, and this is Sexploration with Monica. This is sex. Everyone gets what they want. This is Sexploration. Explore. Play. This is Sexploration with Monica. Sex is proof that God loves us and wants us to have fun. Sexploration with Monica at sexplorationwithmonica.com. Now I'm talking to Francesca Gentili, who, among so many other things, does 
was the sacred courtesan schools and all kinds of sacred BDSM stuff. And you know, sacred stuff. I mean, I think it's the intention that really makes it, you know, what makes the difference between, oh, that person I didn't like just kissed me and I have to slime it off my face, <laughs> or somebody that, oh my God, when you kissed me, I was in heaven. And it's partially chemistry, but it's the intention that we bring. You know, people really do have yummy energy. Admit totally. it. You yeah. felt it. You felt it here. Oh my God, Abby. Abby had yummy energy. You have yummy energy. And you, and you of course. Thank yes. you. And I think it really it, it is about attention. People who can stay present, who can listen, who can, you know, really um, repeat back what we've said like they heard it. <laughs> That's so important. Yeah. It is so important. And it, you know, when people, oh, what is Scott doing now? He's shoving hundreds of dollars up down my, Monica's my boobalicious outfits. Yes. yes, and yours. <laughs> but um, we were talking about what makes people truly delicious. Attention and attention. And attention and intention and you know it sounds simple but it's not always easy because we get so distracted like here there were so many totally. gorgeous beautiful people yes. in amazing costumes yes and you know there was one point where i just wanted to reach over and kind of thwap my honey bunny and say wait there's like this beautiful babe here with you right. but it's hard you know because then totally. I, the next moment i might be the person i know who's wandering you're like the having a conversation <laughs> with someone and suddenly someone really cute in a cute outfit just goes by and you're like whoa oh, i'm so sorry but I'm sorry <laughs> if we did were that, you just talking about something <laughs> yes. was it important yeah. but if we did that all the time the woman dressed as a lampshade just walked by and she was also very cute <laughs> a Hawaiian lampshade I know in a pair <laughs> so cute oh so my god cute. yes it was the lampshade on the head in a good way yes. I, I don't think I'd ever really seen no, the lampshade on the head in a good way it was so and it had fringe and, and it was, she was and it lit so up. colorful and it oh lit up. and it lit up of right and she had did. the coconuts don't forget the strategically oh, she did have coconuts. placed coconuts and you know, uh -huh. it was all working. Every, it was, and it, she wasn't a performer. She no. just brought it. Oh my God, I was you know ashamed of whatever else I'm wearing. <laughs> I mean, my skirt lights up. Okay, it does. No, it totally does. <laughs> it's really awesome. I mean, that could be fun at uh, so many different kinds of occasions. You know, just at home Anywhere for one of dark. those yes. intentional, intentional <laughs> evenings. But the lampshade, yes, that was one of my personal favorites. There was a unicorn. Yes. And for those who don't know, unicorn stands for hot by babe. Yes. Single woman at single, sex parties. Single woman at, at sex parties or anywhere at all yeah. who is bisexual. There was one that was actually in a unicorn costume. Oh. Did you see Excellent. that one? You know, actually, I saw the two <laughs> unicorns having sex in the gallery erotica. Oh, wow, I missed that oh, one. Oh, it's really good. Uh, oh, you know, you can't be everywhere at once. <laughs> I know. For those of us who may or may not admit ever having gone to Burning Man uh, 25 right. times, um, <laughs> we, we get the pictures back and we compare them with our friends and we say, well, what, years, what, was, you know, that? what year was this? The same and they, year. It's the same year and you never right. saw it. Right. And it's like that here. There's so much going on. That if you're upstairs or downstairs or in that dark corner, you might be seeing something completely different. You're having a completely different party. <laughs> oh my God, Caswell! Caswell was so amazing. So there's this amazing homo hop artist. Like instead of hip hop, it was homo hop, and he came out in a, like a lounge suit covered in sparkly diamantes. Missed that too. But did you see the roller coaster guy? No. See. He was one of the final runners up for the costume contest. Oh, Once again, somebody who contest. just brought their brought it. Just brought it. And he actually had his whole upper body had fake legs and jeans that was in the bars of a roller coaster. So when he walked, he would kind of go up and down with his body and you literally would feel like you were watching someone go on the roller coaster. I thought that was 
that's so clever. And you didn't see that. <laughs> no, it's true. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, thousands and thousands of people, everyone brings something and, you know. Whether they're almost naked, which is very nice depending, mm -hmm. or whether they're feathered and furred yeah, and, and yeah, glittered. And and <laughs> yeah, no, totally. There was this woman wearing like all pink feathers and I was like, you are amazing. I don't, sorry to distract you from your conversation. Or you don't, don't stop what you're doing while yeah, I admire totally. you. <laughs> you're just amazing. You know, I personally do like that it's fairly multi-generational mm -hmm. and totally. multicultural. So that's something that appeals to me, is that it's not just one cookie cutter right. age or size or gender or whatever. It's, there's an inclusivity here. Right. And people are bringing themselves. Bringing I've themselves. I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> I've always wanted to dress up as a lampshade. <laughs> I've always wanted to bring me somewhere. Yes. Right. <laughs> well, there's that too. But then, you know, like all those people pretending to be normal, they don't even bring themselves. Exactly. And this is that experience where people can just say at last, I can try on that thing that I've been, you know, in my back closet, tucked away, fantasizing that someday I would have an opportunity to wear it. And here you have someday. Right. Right now. Right now. Whatever it is. Totally. You feel that. The I self expression. Do. And uniqueness. also, I feel that Francesca's eyelashes actually <laughs> reflect light back up onto her face. They're actually they're a mirror into your soul. So see, look, I'm gonna shut my eyes. Now you can see yourself <laughs> in a very awesome. intriguing way. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to bring back the authenticity piece to the Sacred Courtesan School because yes. you're teaching every woman. It's every woman. Any it's, woman. It's any like woman. Like we're all you, of us. You. I'm yeah, teaching right, you yeah, here totally. right now. You. That, that, you know, that women get to reclaim their bodaciousness, their juiciness, but also that we really did lead spirituality for, mm, let's say, 20,000, 30,000 years before Christianity came along was really this divine feminine, so, right. you know, spiritual guidance. Okay, I was raised Sicilian, <laughs> and my mother was and in Catholic. charge. And Catholic. And my mother always let me know that things worked better when the women took charge. Now, there's not to say that there's not a place for the man to take charge. Truly. We love that. Especially in bed. <laughs> <laughs> we love that. And yet, there's something in, they always say, in the creative plane, in the spiritual plane, the feminine really guides And that would be male or female. And the men can who, have feminine energy, have a too. feminine. That's, right. you know, guides in that spiritual and creative plane. And so each woman has an opportunity to reclaim what's her power. What's her spiritual connection? What's her, you could say, spiritual expression is creativity. There's a, a statement that I love that said, it's not just that some people are artists. It's that every person is their own unique form of artist. And so in the Sacred Courtesan School, each woman gets to find what is her personal art in the world in relationship. And it's going to be different for every woman. It could be singing, it could be writing, it could be having a sexploration show. Could it totally be. is for Monica me. Monica is a sacred courtesan. This is one way of doing it right here, right now. This is it. And it's when it's your calling and it's there to make a difference and each woman gets to find that. Yeah. And it's interesting. Like, I don't know what your process is, but my thing was <laughs> do like, watch? How do, yeah, I totally do actually. I want to do a show on it actually from right, yeah. And be like, oh yeah, what's happening here? And, mm. But like to find the intersections of your desires and what you're good at and what you want to create for the world and what you think would be entertaining. You know what I mean? And be like, um, I think talking about sex on the radio 
Yeah. Or whatever it is for you. I mean, it doesn't have to be that. Teaching the sacred courtesan school. Right. Or totally. archetypes of the divine feminine and masculine worldwide because they're everywhere. So I, she said it. She did. That's why she's a sacred courtesan. She's an honorary sacred courtesan of, this, of the sacred courtesan school. We'll have to give her a diploma <laughs> of her own. Is that it is that. It's finding and maybe sometimes recovering if it's mm, been totally. stomped out of us is what yeah. authentically brings me delight and if there was some way that I could bring that to the world and make the world a better place at the same time <laughs> you know that's oh, thank you my voice is going is, um, is, is that that moment when you're actually enjoying what you're doing and it, right. and it, and it helps other people right <laughs> yes yes and maybe you could figure out a way to make money too, but we don't know about that. <laughs> or, you know, I like to say be prosperous because I think both right. you and I are very prosperous. Totally. We live very rich lives. Oh, I have so much fun. And we get what we want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have great wardrobes. You just see how cute she looks. Um, and so that to me, the, the key is, am I leading a prosperous life? So right. I, I have, I'm doing what I love. Mm-hmm. I feel juicy about it. Mm-hmm. I'm making a difference in the world with it. Totally. And I'm leading a prosperous life. That's three cherries. Now, there's, there's a fourth cherry. This week we're adding a, a new game at the casinos. The fourth cherry is, <laughs> is the fourth cherry is actually your relationship. And a lot of women are always thinking, well, if I only find that man, then it'll right. be clear to me what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. Right. And I would actually say there was a book a few years ago that said, do what you love and the money will follow. And I would say, do what you love and the honey will follow that it's really dropping into that authenticity and power and juice and making a difference that makes us really irresistible to the people that we meet. And they actually know who they're meeting because you're actually being you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I just, okay, I'm going to reveal a little secret that we, we discover between the men of the Knights of Eros and the women of the Sacred Courtesan School is that we actually discover that women are a lot crazier than, than we think we are. <laughs> And do you mean crazy in a good way? Because sometimes crazy yes. is not used for women in and, a night. And you know? I would say, um, and I and didn't sometimes mean, we kind you know, of feel a little crazy. Yeah, I don't. I didn't mean the world. You know, um, <laughs> what I would say, and the school teaches compassion across the gender wall, crazy in a compassionate way. Once a month, something happens to my hormones, and I really am not the same person. Now, on the good news, it can sometimes let me remember something that's very important, and that maybe I've been crossing a certain boundary. Mm-hmm. But during that time period, it's really additive for me to write on the calendar, please feel your feelings, uh, but don't make any big decisions. Yeah, yes, and, and give me a don't break. Don't break up now. Yes. Don't, don't break up now. Just give me a few more days here. <laughs> yeah. And I have to say that I love that the feminine is very complex, mm-hmm. has many facets, the maiden mother crone, mm-hmm. the, the primal, the mm-hmm. intelligent. I mean, I, I personally, the little girl, I have mm-hmm. so many facets. Totally. And I didn't know in the past that I could switch from facet to yeah, facet. Yeah, the crone of the and, and, baby and so I'll just admit, three seconds. I'll admit that, that this was crazy making for my beloved because they would be engaging with me in bed in a way that I was, my primal was present and my tigress was present and everything is go. And switched then on. Switched on. And then he says or does one little thing that, you know, reminds me of something in my unresolved childhood or my awkward right. adolescence. Yeah. And somehow now Ooh. I'm... Whoop, I'm back. If I had a if I had a penis, it would be flaccid at this point. Right. And and it's, I'm just back in a childhood, and he doesn't know. Right. 
he doesn't know because I'm still looking like an adult woman. Right. And he's still, you know, dancing with the tigress. Right. And I'm five. And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh. you know, and, and did you just call me a whore? You know, and, <laughs> and did you mean it in a good way because I'm having trouble? Yeah. And this, I'm not in the mood anymore. This is not <laughs> fun. And just how quickly that can shift. Right. Is, is something I didn't know about myself. Totally. And that I could be magnificent and wise and then just really have my head up my butt. Yeah. And I really didn't know this. Well, and, <laughs> I know it's amazing it's that it fits amazing. up there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> no. But so we want to have compassion for it. David Data calls it, you know, the, the tsunami or the wave of women. Other people have a different way of, of speaking that's all very changeable. Mm. Uh, the Italians had the opera La Donna Mobile, Women is Changeable. And how True. challenging that is. Now, we know that there's something challenging with men as well, but that the compassion is that sometimes we can feel that men push more than we feel comfortable with to get to something. And we can either feel goal oriented. Goal oriented and yeah. that they might we might feel that they're needy or we might feel that they're pushy or we might feel that they're arrogant. But when we come into compassion, that in their world, they don't get to hug and they don't get to touch each other and, and they, they don't get to say, wow, you look handsome tonight. Or, you know, I totally. can stroke your hair right now. It's right. very lovely, I have to say. And <laughs> I'm actually, you know, lightly caressing her hair, very, very lightly. And my sense is we have that friendship that allowed me to do that. Yeah, without, we can love each other we, without punching each other in the arm. Now, I actually even can get the sense of nurturance and mm. calmness, the release of oxytocin. Well, men can't do that with each other. Mm. They look at us and they see that we can hold hands, we can compliment, and they want to be part of it. Mm -hmm. And they don't know how to enter into the dance of, you know, communication and pausing and complimenting that women have. Right. And so out of this feeling that they can't, you know, they can't scarcity, get, scarcity, and they can't yeah. get to what they want totally. to get to, mm -hmm. then they push through. Right. Once again, for our burners out there, if you or non-burners out there is I had a temp That's people who've been to Burning, Burning Man. Man is the uh, festival the festival at over Labor Day with some 60,000 people I think now yeah. and at one point I, I had a what's called a theme camp you create some kind of theme that you want to camp around <laughs> or create a stage or right. create anything and create your art I bet yours was and awesome it was a, we called it a temple it was the temple of Ishtar and what it was actually a temple that was designed to integrate sexuality, healing, transformation, and relationship, Ishtar. And we were really trying to have the men be in support of the women who were also trying to bring healing to the men. And there was a point where our men actually ended up grabbing breasts and catcalling women on the street. And my beloved and I who were leading this were horrified. It's like, how did this happen? And we, we ended up having what's called a fishbowl, where you have the women inside talking in a very close circle to each other, and the men are witnesses. And then you switch, and you have the men talking in the center of the circle in a oh, very cool. close circle, and the women are outside a few feet back as witnesses. And we asked the women, what was the most emotionally wounding thing that's ever happened in your life? And the women, by and large, said that it was being molested or sexually abused in some way. And every single woman who actually was trying to bring healing to the world had this deep, deep sadness and wound that had her on another level be frightened of men. And I could see that these were great guys. These were guys who were the good guys. They totally. really wanted to make a difference. Is, is that I could see them out of the corner of my eye going white, mm. that they just didn't know 
how much suffering mm. women carried. I mean, maybe they heard it from one person totally. a little, but hearing 16 women say it landed in on, on a level that just they had never right. been aware they of. They didn't even know that it was happening. And when they switched and the, the men sat in the inner circle and uh, it was asked, you know, what was the most emotionally wounding for them, at least at that moment they said being shut out from the women. Mm. And that man after man said that he would see, you know, us doing our nails together or see us combing our hair mm -hmm. or see us, you know, just giggling and laughing together. Stuff, yeah. And they would feel such a loneliness and right. such a sense of being shut out right. because they literally said that if they came up and that women, this has happened at clubs, maybe could have happened tonight, that you're here with your girlfriend, you're having a wonderful giggly girl time. And a guy comes up in a moment that you don't want that guy to come up, or maybe you judge him without really knowing anything about him that, you know, he shouldn't have come up. He should have known this was a girl moment. And you snub him. You just turn the shoulder. You know that shoulder. And you turn that shoulder and you shut him out. And this has happened to men their whole lives. Yeah, over and over, over and, and over and over and over. And, and, over. Yeah. and they actually start to internalize it. And they feel, you know, yeah. hopeless. They yeah. feel that they can't do anything right, so why yeah. not do something? Yeah. Now, what happened is we had to, you know, go on and do a, a theater performance mm -hmm. and do all these things. And the man and I that were leading this together said, what are we going to do to help heal what has come up. The women are frightened of men and have been molested. The men are, you know, lonely and wanting to be connected. Right. What happened is the next day it was gone. All the tension between the men and the women gone. And when a woman would be giggling with her girlfriend and the man would come up, instead of turning that shoulder, she would open out. And she'd say, we're, you know, we're just talking about that sale at Macy's. You want to sit down? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, just including instead of excluding. Right. Suddenly, you know, one of the men, we put all his hair up in little pigtails all over it. His head it was so cute. Oh, for cute. It, for cute. But he, had, he really had a great time because he was included. Right. And what happened is all of the oogie energy, all of the push, take, right. pull, get something when, you know, the signals are saying right. no, disappeared. All the get some. All the get some disappeared. I saw in that moment that women can be a catalyst for change. Because when the women, now the men did hear the wounding of women, which is also important. important. And the women included. Rather than pushing away, they included. And I took that lesson. And when a man would come up and be like in my you know day to day life, you know it might be like hey baby hey baby you know I mean I, this is a little bit exaggerating right, but right. really it's it's can be relatively close, and some <laughs> yeah. form of uh, you know you're just really sexy and you right, know right. I'm are you alone here tonight? Yeah. Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> Here's my card, and the initial response of women is to pull back right. and to feel like they've been aggressed upon right. and they're not safe. And sometimes, depending on the woman, she might get even more insulted. What I learned from that moment of inclusivity was rather than push back or pull away, I actually would offer my hand. And he would look shocked because he had not been getting good responses. Um, so I, had, I would offer my hand, and he would hold my hand, and I would look into his eyes. And in my mind, I would be saying, I see you. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. you, you know, it's it's okay. I see, in a way, I see your heart. I see who's here. Mm -hmm. And without even saying anything, the bravado and the puffiness and the broad shoulder, oh, you know, melt away. would melt. <laughs> and sometimes they would have tears in their eyes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And would, would absolutely drop into that moment, would connect heart to heart. 
and it's it's one of the most important and in a way counterintuitive to the way we've been taught which is you need to protect and you need to defend against totally. the masculine yeah and this only creates more of a war right and this sense totally. of inclusion and reaching out in warmth i mean it sounds so simple when you say it now but you know for no, some of us huge. we're thinking like i can't do that it really isn't safe you don't understand francesca it's not safe and there's just something about the feminine once again bringing compassion bringing it's 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 divine warmth that really does, as in the story of Anana and Gilgamesh, you know, brings the men back from war into love again. Right. Yeah, I think it's so important to just take a moment, make some eye contact. That's a great suggestion. I love it. I'm totally doing it next time. Some guys are like, hey. I'm going to be like, hi. Yeah, it's, it's actually, uh, for those who feel energy, you want to feel your feet. You want to drop your energy almost like beneath the earth a bit so that you feel a deep sense of groundedness when you're taking down your walls and opening your heart. If you're feeling still defensive but going to try it anyway, it won't work. If you're feeling, you know, buzzy in your head, floaty, flighty, you know, the ways that we can all feel sometimes, like, oh, wow, hi, Monica, uh, is, you know, floaty, flighty self is very sweet in this moment but is not going to work. Right. If I'm, what I'm needing to do is, is almost, it's, it's almost like an Aikido move where someone's giving you energy and you're grounding into it and letting it flow in a sense around you and changing it as it flows back. Right. That's, that's the, it's, that's the, the energy that's ninja the, move. That's the energy ninja move yes. that we're actually working with to be able to compassionately, compassionately bring them back into a heart connection, into a whole connection. And I feel that women do have the responsibility for that. Amen, sister. <laughs> and amen to the men who also want to take that responsibility. Because really, in another way, it doesn't matter who takes the responsibility and says, I'm going to be the compassionate one. I'm going to be the relationship ninja. It really doesn't matter who decides as long as somebody does. <laughs> yeah, let's all do it. Ready, set, go. And then together it'll be a dance. Then it'll be really fun. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Okay, so how can people find you? People can find me if they're looking. It's, it's true. <laughs> Just look for Francesca Gentile. There's not any others. G-E-N-T-I-L-L-E. My website is www.lifedancecenter.com. Or really, you're not going to remember any of that, but you might remember the Sacred Courtesan School. I think and they so will. you can just, you know, Google, Google that. that. Yeah, Sacred Courtesan <laughs> School. Cool. Yeah. And there I'll be. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. My delight. Yeah. My delight to be here with all of you. And that was only one of the interviews from Masquerotica. We still have the shiny latex snow leopard, the very willing vampire food, a highly sadistic, kinky clown, an erotic electrifier, which I actually tried that experience, and the leader of the Apocalypse Army, Jungle Savages, Vampires, and Zombie Strippers. You can make sure you get the rest of the Masquerotica episode by subscribing on iTunes, or you can always download free episodes at sexplorationwithmonica.com.